You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, Episode 12. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential, whether you're already in a leadership role or maybe you are an aspiring leader. Joining me on today's show is Carol Sanker, and she is an international high-level R&D business consultant and real estate investment expert who focuses on strategic implementation strategies to assist today's established business owners and high-level executives. Carol's business and wealth tips have been featured in publications in Finland, Australia, Germany, the United Kingdom, and the USBI. Her international client base are established executives, entrepreneurs, business owners who are seeking new and innovative methods to uplevel their businesses. And on today's show, Carol's going to share how to gain confidence and clarity to learn your value how to create visibility, as well as the importance of aligning yourself with the right opportunities for consistent growth. So welcome to the show, Carol. Thank you. So before we dive into your insights, Carol, I just have to share with our listeners how I learned about you because I've been following Mm -hmm. you on Instagram and I have to say that the information that you share is inspiring and empowering and I knew you would be an absolute awesome guest on the show. Those of you who are on Instagram and if you want to follow Carol, uh, all you need to do is look for Carol Sanger, C-A-R-O-L-S-A-N-K-A-R and you can get all of the great tips and insights that she shares over there as well. So, Carol, sadly, so many women continue to mm-hmm. undervalue their strengths, their gifts, and what they have to offer. So what yeah. words of wisdom do you have to share around how can we gain the confidence and clarity so that we really can start to learn and recognize the incredible value that we have to offer? I think the first thing that you need to do is to really understand that when you have a gift, when you have a talent, when you have a service, when you have something that only you uniquely bring to the world, whatever your universe looks like for you. And most of us as women play small because we don't recognize the value that we add to others, Mm -hmm. the value that we add to the universe, the the value that we add in the boardroom and the executive boardroom in our businesses and our lives. The main thing you must recognize is that no matter what you do, whether you make, you know, linens for the table, whether you make dresses, whether you believe that you're a hairstylist or makeup artist, you still are valuable. And whatever it is that you do, you're valuable. However, in order for you to actually be seen as valuable, you have to show up with confidence because no one wants a fearful person sewing a dress for them. Nobody Mm. wants a fearful person doing their hair. You don't want to see someone looking like they're going through Google to figure out what color treatment they need to put on your hair, (laughs) right? That's not how we Mm. value, Mm. you know, a hairstylist. So you have to show up with that exuding confidence. The best way that you can be confident is using fear as a guide. I always say that fear is the GPS of your life. So in order for you to find where you need to be, use fear as your GPS. So as soon as you feel fearful, that's the thing you're supposed to do. Use fear as your GPS, show up and do it. Once you do something once, fearfully, everything starts to align with you because now you start doing over and over and the repetition alone will make you more confident. So then you're less fearful and become more confident over time. Yeah, great, great words of advice. Something else that um, I think is very important for us to recognize is sometimes 
our strengths and our gifts, things that we've been blessed with, we take for granted because yeah. they come to us so naturally. For instance, you might have the gift of being very organized, being very planned and very structured. Now to someone who is a little less organized, maybe disorganized and running late mm -hmm. to meetings and who would love to be more on time, that really is a strength. And so, you know, sometimes we look at okay, what, what comes naturally to me? Am I gifted in being able to go up and speak to people I don't yet know? Do I have the courage to do that? For some people who are shy, that in itself would be a huge strength that they would love. And I think what you were just saying is to, you know, to, to really recognize the value that we offer, what are things that come quite naturally? Yeah. That can be a strength, that really can be leveraged. And when we start to recognize that, and I love the way that you said we, we use that strength with confidence, that is when, you know, we really start to shine out and, and we impact, yeah. you know, the others, other people who, who are in our vicinity. So great, great words of advice. What would you say to, to a woman who is still evaluating, still you know, going through that self-awareness process about recognising her strengths? Because sometimes we, we really have not taken the time to recognise that and, and value that. I'd say take a leap, you know, take mm -hmm. one big leap, one massive leap. Um, because a lot of times we spend more time finding faults with ourselves mm -hmm. than we do leaping into what we're supposed to do. Um, I, I don't believe that by design I was supposed to be doing what I'm doing. I was supposed to be a, a lawyer mm -hmm. and I was supposed to sit in an office for 12 hours a day. And one day I decided I have to leap. I'm not happy. I don't know what it is I need to do. I got to get up today and get it done. And when it was no longer an option for me to continue to evaluate, can I do this? Should I do this? Am I good at this? Am I too short? Am I too fat? Is my hair too short? Like I start, I had to stop self-evaluating and become self-aware mm -hmm. that if I'm feeling it, I'm meant to do it. So I got up one day and never went back to work <laughs> because I was meant to do something different with my life. And when you know that you are over over considering, over analyzing, you have been analyzing yourself for too long and you're not allowing the gift that you have to resonate with others, you're being stingy with it because mm -hmm. now you're denying the rest of us the gift of you ha being able to give us something new. And so when I say that if you're self-reflective, if you're still in doubt, you have to leave. There's no other means of transportation to get where you want to go other than leaving. You're going to have to get up. You're going to have to stop thinking about the woulda, coulda, shoulda and mm. think about what you're supposed to do and step up the planning too. Yeah. get up and do it. I stopped going to work because I, I made a determination that if I keep planning and I keep self-sabotage and I keep thinking and I keep asking a friend, I will never get where I want to go. Mm. And I have to say that's a decision that has paid off for me for the last 13 years. Mm -hmm. And I would never take that one step behind going back on my leap. I just leaped and then that became my, my destiny. I, I love that. You know, as you're sharing that, and I think that that's brilliant, um, you know, for some other women, opportunities that come to them that they know can really help them grow and develop and, and stand out. One of the things that I did was commit to say yes. So if there were opportunities to speak, and I do love speaking, but yet, you know, it's been something that evolved and, and grew over time. And so there will be times, yes, I would love to then go back to your office, have a little panic attack. So that's my version of leap. So, you know, for some people, what's that thing, that opportunity? Stop analyzing it. I love the way that you said that. Stop analyzing, leap and say yes. 
all of the pieces will fit together. And you know what? If it is public speaking or getting out there, whatever it is, do it once. Feel that fear. I love the way that you said that, Carol. And then do it again and again and again. Before you know it, it's something that you really have developed a level of confidence around. It's such a great reminder. So, Carol, visibility is something that you do so well. Uh, as I said earlier, I'm following you on Instagram. What are some tips that you'd love to share with us to help us become more visible? Visibility helps you to gain confidence, mm -hmm. honestly, because... Mm -hmm. You're either going to make it or break it by how visible you show up. But the main thing about being visible and the main alignment with confidence is that you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, if you do it when you feel like it or if you do it in your cause in a good mood or you mm. do it because you got the promotion, you will never see the fruit of your labor. So the number one thing is if you're going to be visible, you have to be consistently visible. I'm consistently visible on two platforms, Instagram and LinkedIn. I write articles almost every day. So you can always see fresh content out of me every day. The main thing is you have to be very uh, oriented around consistency. And the second thing, you have to have a point. My point is all about confidence in women. So you have to have a point, a, a reference point to your visibility. Mm. Can't be just today, I'm talking about a recipe, tomorrow I'm talking about my mom. Be very mm. focused on what kind of visibility, a point of reference that people can actually align back to you. And then the last thing is, don't be stingy with it. Like you have to continue to, to in this confidence realm, quote yourself. One of the things I had to stop doing, I used to quote Oprah and Deepak Chopra. And I used, mm -hmm. to, I used to quote all of them. And I said to myself, how am I ever going to become who I'm designed to be if I don't ever share my message with the mm. world? Like, I got to remember my message is just as important as Oprah's note. And I'm not disrespecting them. Yeah. What I'm saying is, what is my message? What's my imagery? And it's being stingy. Yes, because when you have a gift and other people need to see it, they need to know that you're not quoting others. You are actually organically saying these things and it means something to someone. I know that my quotes are going anywhere until I get an email or connected to you and mm. you know that you made me think or my gosh you made me cry today it really helps because it's my words it's not something I'm using from anybody else so it's really about being consistent when you're being visible mm. and I love that and I think for for women who may not yet be at the stage where they are sharing that message that unique voice that unique stand for you know what is it that um that you're holding back you know because really it, it shows that uh, there is a, a level of confidence that you still need to grow into and you know one thing and I'd love you to share a little bit more about this Carol because you know sometimes I've heard women say if I start to share my voice if I start to write or um, hold meetings around this particular topic which I'm passionate about what happens mm -hmm. when I all of a sudden I get criticized or people reject me or those you know those haters come out and and yeah, yeah. really have a go at me and I think sometimes some women do keep their voice quiet because of the fear of rejection of you know alienation by others love some words of advice around that because you do so powerfully you've got that confidence and I'm sure over time that you, you may have been in situations where you know it could have had you go oh well I'm going back into my shell <laughs> yeah I mean you know what to be honest with you I I get more criticism than love on mm. a daily basis mm. and you know what the ironic part is I'm okay with that yeah 
the reason is at least you're thinking. If I'm making sure that you're critically thinking and even disagreeing with me, it's okay. And so I don't have to respond to the critics and the haters. What I have to do is allow them to have a position in their opinion. They don't have to agree with me. Mm. Um, and if you really want to be powerful in, in business and in life and career and your profession, you're going to have to accept that every message doesn't convey the right way. I put out a quote recently that says, if you're the smartest woman in the room, it's time to find a new room. A lot of people went against me for that, mm. but that's my opinion. Mm. And what I appreciated was other people said, I don't agree with that. That's a way for me to slander people. I get it. And I mm. understand it. What I have to do is continue the message that I I want for people to remember about me. Mm. And so, yeah, it hurts. It stings sometimes. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But as long as I know that that was the message organically put in me that day, mm -hmm. you have to continue to say it and understand that everyone has an opinion. And as long as you are okay with others having an opinion that may be a little bit more averse to you, then the great part is they're considering it. Yeah. And that's what haters do. They're there to deflect you, but at least they're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. And in the process of debate, you're never going to make everybody see it your way, yeah. but at least they saw it. And that's really the main thing you have to consider when you're talking about visibility. Yeah, I, I think that that's so true. And I think point out the difference that there is a difference between people who um, have a difference of opinion. And, and as you said, I, I'm of that same uh, mindset too, that there are people who have different models of the world and different ways of expressing yeah. and and thinking and let's have a, a positive debate where we can step back and even agree to to disagree i think the moment that we start sh you know sharing hateful words or, or criticizing where you really want to pull that people you know those people down and then the haters they're just out there they're, yeah. I mean, they're unfortunately they're so miserable in their own lives which is it's sad and unfortunate yeah. for them that that's the only way that they can respond and i think um, what you've just said is so key. Something else, and let's speak a bit about this too, that when you have mm -hmm. a message that is so aligned to who you are, what I call the stand for message, you would stand up to that no matter what. Uh, mm -hmm. That it doesn't matter what other people say. You're so confident in that message. You do have words to, to share about that or an argument or a debate on why you mm -hmm. think that way. And I think if we are a little bit swayed, um, then maybe we need to dig a little bit deeper around, well, what is the message that I want to share? For you, it's confidence and empowering yeah. women to have that level of confidence and, and to grow. And, you know, it, and so mm -hmm. what the stand for message, the message that is so in, in, inclined to who you are and what you're here to, to do in this world, uh, it doesn't matter what other people say. Well, what do you have to say around that? I always say you have to stand for something, mm -hmm. right? Mm. You know, this this is the great debate that we're all having. We all have a message and we all have to stand for something. Yeah. I think as women, because we're, we're, we don't like criticism, we don't like haters, we don't like... Um, we don't like anything that goes against us. We stay obscure because we don't want someone to go against what we stand for. Mm. The unfortunate reality is that how do you create value in the marketplace if you don't have people who are going to give you a difference of opinion? Mm. And if you're not willing to value the fact that other people don't agree with you, yeah. a lot of people don't agree with me and it's fine. Um, that doesn't mean that what I stand for means any less to me. It means what I stand for. You don't stand for but that's okay. I mm -hmm. want to help you stand for what you stand for. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm actually going to, I, I will support you in your own realm. And what I'm trying to say is as women, we have to be very weary that we are staying small in the market, minimizing our strengths, 
uh, not fully showing up capable of what we're supposed to be doing. It is about being visible. It's about being vocal and it's about being valuable. And as long as you put those three together, whatever your position is, everyone is going to recognize, look, I can't get her down on that confidence thing. I can't get her down yeah. on that leadership thing. It's not going to work. She's yeah. already, <laughs> she's, she's steadfast on it. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And that's that, mm. you know, that's her position. And as long as you have people that are argumentatively kind of like, okay, I got to let her go because she's not going anywhere. That's really when you know that you have actually made a mark mm. because people, people that can't break you, know that they have to leave you alone. And yeah. that really is the main thing that you need to understand about being confident and being visible and vocal so that they, you can exchange value for both. Mm. And I think that that is one of the things that when you are all of those things that you've just mentioned, the confident and consistent with that message and you do stand up for that, that is what's going to be respected then, of course. And if you are, if you stand, if you stand for nothing, you will, you will, you know, you really do just disappear into the, in, into the crowd and even in the workplace, you know, if there is something that is of, um, so, so such importance to you and so aligned with your values and who you are. And yet the workplace is, is, is one that really does not align with that. Sometimes it's a question of, well, am I in the right place? Am I in the right organization? Are they, um, you know, allowing me to grow and, and develop this message? Because if you're a leader, you obviously want to, uh, yeah, the, the people around you um, who are going to continue to, to collaborate and, and deliver the, the best. So, so important. Don't worry about what the people are saying, that the haters and the naysayers. The people who are you are there to serve and support, they're the ones that the message is certainly going to, to help. So you've got yeah. some insights for us around the importance of aligning ourselves with the right opportunities for growth. One thing I'd love you to speak about, you know, there's sometimes there's so many opportunities, so many different projects, so many different, um, you know, things that we can become involved in. Yet if we say yes to all of those opportunities, we end up stretching mm -hmm. ourselves too thin. So what yeah. words of advice do you have around opportunities and, and to keep our focus so narrow that we, we, we have the opportunities that we know are going to continue to grow our confidence, but not detract from our energy and, and our focus? The first thing I'm going to say is, you know, I was probably, I was, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant child and I was raised, you take every opportunity, you do mm -hmm. it all, you, try, mm -hmm. you take it all, right? Yeah, yeah. And then what ended up happening is every opportunity I took sometimes led to a lot of dead roads and dead end roads. What opportunities am I aligning with that align with my mission? Yeah. And so when I got clear, very clear, I mean, crystal clear around that, I ended up saying no to a lot of things and only saying yes to the right thing. So the first thing you have to identify is what opportunities are best for you. Mm. So you know, you don't have to take every interview. You don't have to take every promotion at your workplace. You don't have to take every business partnership. You don't have to take every anything. You don't have to do, you don't have to say yes to everything because some yeses lead to nowhere. You have to say yes to the opportunities that are aligned with what your purpose and mission are. Mm. And the second thing I always advise is look for opportunities that continue to have levels of advancement in them. But the altitude of growth comes when you can say no to a lot of things and say what I'm best at 
and what opportunities am I taking that's going to align me with the next thing? Like, like when I speak, I don't like to consider myself a speaker, but when I do speak, I only take opportunities that align me with the next opportunity I'm seeking. Mm. So if I'm going to speak, I'm not going to use my voice as a vehicle in places that I don't believe are going to align me with the next opportunity. However, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is there is some lateral growth and there's some longitude growth and you have to decide how long am I going to do some things that are going to be a little bit on the lateral side. And how long am I going to do some things that are on the longitude side? You have to learn how to balance both of them and not show up for everything. And then lastly, every opportunity does not have your name on it. So you have to identify that even though people may be throwing different projects your way, it doesn't have your name on it. I'm good at what I'm good at. I'm great at what I'm great at. And maybe this is not the thing or maybe that's not the thing. And then, you know, here's the thing about that with opportunity. If I'm not a good fit for it, when you're in community with very high level people, when you're in community with people who you are organically designed to be around, you throw a referral their way. So that's why community is important because if the opportunity doesn't match for me, someone else may need this. And I don't want that to be missed because I'm in community with people that I think may be a better fit. And I'd love to tell people about that. Say, look, this is not a good match for me at this time. But before I say no, let me give you five names of five great human beings that I believe are better fit for this and let them consider it. And if they don't work for you, come back to me. I will give you five more because Mm. my community is big enough. I can give you enough names and you can fill it up. I want to make sure my community is served the same way. And in repatriation, they will do the same for me. Mm. And what a great way to be able to step into your power and say no, because I know many, many women do struggle with that and they end up saying yes and and inside thinking, oh, why did I say yes to that opportunity? (laughs) And give give back to your community because let's face it, you know, um, collaborating and, and referring to your community is a great way to build relationships and Mm -hmm. who knows down the track somewhere someone in your community may get an opportunity that they think doesn't fit my message and and what I'm looking to do but you know what Carol would be an ideal person to speak let me refer you to her so yeah there's that uh, reciprocal relationship that you're building uh, within that what would be one last word of encouragement that you'd like to leave with people today Carol I said the the main thing that I want to leave with people is that all you have to do is really get from inside yourself. Get out of your own way. Stop thinking so fearfully. Every woman, in my opinion, is one decision away from the life that she desires. So just make a decision, whatever that decision is. My desire was I needed to live on my own terms. Your desire may be to be the CEO of your company. Someone else's desire is to start a business. Since whatever your desire is, you have to figure out what the decision that you need to make is so that you can live the life by your own terms on your own desires so you don't live a life of regret. And that's my main thing that I would love to leave with everyone. Mm. Regret is not for me. No, regret is not for me either. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show today, Carol. It really has been a pleasure speaking with you. I've already shared how people can get in contact with you on Instagram. How else can people get in touch with you? Sure, they can connect with me via my website at carolsankar.com. That's C-A-R-O-L-S-A-N-K-A-R.com. You can always connect with me there or theconfidencefactorforwomen.com. 
Fantastic. Wonderful. And of course, we will put all of those links on uh, the show notes. And to get to those show notes, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 12. Now it's over to you. Carol and I want you to join the conversation. Let us know what is one aha. You've had many, but just narrow it down to one. What's the biggest aha that you have from today's show? And what's the action step you are going to take in the next 24 hours to get that into motion? And again, go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 12 and leave your comment there. Now, before we go, another a tip from our sponsor, acethatinterview.com.au. When preparing for an interview, never discredit previous experience because you think it's not relevant to the role that you're applying for. Every role, every experience, every challenge that you've overcome has developed a strength, a wisdom, skills that are transferable to the role that you're applying for. And in actual fact, this experience is what can maybe set yourself apart from all the other candidates because they don't have the exact same experience experience, characteristics and value you offer when you are able to confidently show how valuable this experience is and how it supports you in being one of the top contenders for the role that you're applying for. Now, if this is something that you have been struggling with, or maybe you'd like support in enhancing your interview skills so that you can negotiate a salary that pays you what you are worth, check out acethatinterview.com.au for more information. Now that brings us to the end of another episode and I do hope that you will enjoy or join me again next week. Remember, subscribe to our iTunes channel. The link is annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. Now by subscribing to our channel means that you're going to be the very first person to learn about our new episodes and be inspired and empowered every week just like you were today listening to Carol. That link again, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. And if you've got a few minutes to spare while you're over there leave a comment and a rating too that would be super awesome see you next week have a great one bye for now carol hi This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.